friends, I'm so glad you're here joining me again today on Heartful of Heaven. I am starting this recording. I literally have no idea what the Lord wants to say today. I was in my quiet time and I felt the anointing of God and I just decided to come up in faith and begin recording and see what He wanted to say to you today. I want to just start by saying I'm just one person. I am a partial view of the Lord. I believe all of us come together and as a body of Christ, we give a full presentation of the beauty of Jesus. So I'm just one person. I'm just one opinion. I do not claim to have all the answers, nor do I claim that everything I say is even going to be correct. Um, I think of how how Paul responded to the religious leaders and he basically said, I could be wrong. Yeah, I could actually be wrong about all of this, but I believe in what the Lord is putting in my heart and to live with a clear conscience. I just want to say and proclaim what I believe he is calling me to proclaim. So if something I say in a podcast you know, hits you wrong or sounds wrong, just let it fall to the ground. But if something that I say feels like it's from the Lord. Um, Eric, Eric Gilmore says it this way, if something that you hear sounds like it's from the Lord, bring it back to Him and then let Him make it glow. So I don't in any way claim that everything I say on this is going to be 100% theologically correct. I'm actually less concerned about being right and I'm more concerned about people being free. Um, myself included. And so I'm just going to share what I believe God's putting on my heart. And my prayer is that it touches you and that the Lord himself speaks to you in ways that are so much more beautiful than anything that I could ever say. Um, the response from last week's podcast has actually been very overwhelming to me because it was um, very simple and it was just like the most simple part of my heart with Jesus and hearing the response is proof that this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> it's so beautiful and I feel like that's actually what I'm supposed to talk to you about today. I, I hear a lot of people talking about things that they are wondering if God's calling them to do. Um, I hear people say that they have felt called to start a podcast. They felt called to write a book. They felt called to start a YouTube channel. They've called called, you know, they feel called to write a song and worship and but then immediately after they believe the lie that the world doesn't need another one of those people. You know, the world doesn't need another book or another podcast or another preacher or but let me tell you, this is what the Lord has said to me. When I brought that question to him, he said to me, saturate media with the gospel. Why would we be afraid of oversaturating media with truth? So if God has called you to do something, I challenge you today, do it. Do the thing that he put in you because it is a lot less about you and a lot more about the gospel moving forward and the truth of the Lord setting people free. So stop making it about you, yield and surrender that part, and be willing to step out and allow God to use you like a vessel. So I'm going to start with prayer, and then I'm just going to see what the Lord wants to say today. So Holy Spirit, you are welcome to take complete control over this. I yield myself to you, Lord. <laughs> 
to worship you, Jesus. Have your way. Say what you want to say. I pray that you are pleased with the conversation today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. So for everyone listening today, I want to say it's not an accident that you pressed play on this. There has been times in my life where I'm like, why am I listening to this? And there's like, you know, it's a podcast I heard or an audiobook I started pressing play on. I don't know. And it's crazy how I see God's faithfulness and what he was revealing to me and the timeliness of it. So I pray today that even if it is just one thing, I pray God touches you. Um, so I'm reading through the book of Acts. I've been reading through Acts for about two years now. And I've been so overwhelmed with how the Lord moved through the apostles. I've been asking him the question over and over again, what is different? You know, why Why did their shadow heal the sick? And, and today we can pray and pray and sometimes we don't see healings. And I'm asking him, what is different? What is different? Because I have this burning in my spirit. This is not from me. I could not want this on my own. This is how you know it's God. When you realize I'm not that good, like this is not me. And so I'm like, I have this burning in my spirit that I believe is from the Lord, that he longs to move in this generation the way that he moved through the book of Acts. He longs to pour his spirit out on this generation. And I'm already seeing evidence, you guys. I am seeing miracles, signs, and wonders like I have never seen before. I am seeing people having visions and dreams over and over and over again where God is beginning to speak in that way. And I believe this is what God wants to do. So I've been asking him, what is different? What changed? And the only answer I have heard from the Lord is he has said to me, Brittany, I'm not the one who changed. And so it left this burning in my spirit that there is something among the body of Christ that he longs to break off so that we can be free, like fully free, like your faith on fire, believing that God moves again, fully free in his presence. I believe there is a breaking off of a spirit of religion, a breaking off of self, this understanding that God is going to move and he longs to use you. That's the part that's overwhelming. That's the part we cannot understand because each of us does this weird like self-evaluation thing <laughs> and we go from being teachable, which is beautiful. He says that the meek inherit the entire earth. He thinks teachable, moldable. He thinks that is beautiful. And I think we start there. We want to stay humble. We want to stay teachable. But then we go into this weird self-mode thing and we become critical. And that is very different. Because when we start pointing out our flaws, what we're really saying is God's not big enough to use me. And so today, I want to just break that lie off of you right now. Listen, God is bigger than your flaws and failures. He's not only bigger than your weaknesses. He's not appalled by them. He's not repelled 
by your weakness. He knows, scripture says he understands that we are merely dust. He knows we're human. So you who he called to write a book, he knows you've never written a book before. <laughs> like he's not surprised by that. I feel like he, it, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks this way. I don't think so. But I had this thought. He's like, Brittany, start a podcast. And I'm like, I've never started a podcast before though. And it was like, I was almost surprised, like thinking God was surprised that I never started a podcast. Like he's like, oh, whoops, I didn't realize that. I better go to the next person. (laughs) It's so silly. Listen, he knows you. So when he put that desire in you, he knew every single part about you. So do the thing. Do it. Not because you believe you're good enough, but because you believe he's good enough. I really have come to this place where I realize when I refuse to take a step of obedience, I'm not saying I'm not enough. I'm saying he's not enough. And that is not okay. Because the Lord is mighty and able to do incredible things. You look all through scripture, y'all, the people that God used were, uh, I don't know another better word, they were pretty messed up. (laughs) Like they had problems just like we have problems. God's not surprised by our weakness. He uses it because then and only then does he receive all the glory. I, I say all the time, the things that I know he's put in my heart, it will be a sheer miracle that any of it happens. And it will be very, very obvious it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. I, in my own strength, cannot do the things that God has asked me to do. So it requires dependency on the Lord. This is what I believe happens is we grow up in a world where we're learning day by day how to be more and more independent. You know, we hear grow up, figure it out, get it done, be independent. And there's like a stamp of pride that comes where you are fully independent. But the Lord in the kingdom of God is different. And he actually loves for us to remain dependent on him. He loves it. He's like, lean into me. Depend on me. So it's this undoing of old thinking that has to happen where we realize that dependency on the Lord to fulfill the things he's placed in us is beautiful to Jesus. It's beautiful when we cry out, I cannot do this without you. That is beautiful to Jesus. But what happens is instead, we seem to become aware of our weakness and we decide we gotta work on our weaknesses in order to get to a place where he can use us. And we're like, okay, I'm gonna work on that, work on that, work on that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And even as a body of Christ, we're so drawn to self-help books any book that's going to make my weaknesses stronger. And I'm not saying that growth is bad. Growth is good. Maturity is good. All I'm saying is when you constantly try to perfect yourself, 
you're taking away a beautiful part of your relationship with the Lord. He comes in and he says he is strong in our weakness. So when we decide we're going to try to strengthen every weakness, what is that saying to the Lord? It's saying, no thanks. I would rather be strong than you. I would rather look good than you. This is dangerous and it has to stop. I believe there is a move of God coming. It is coming. There is a move of God coming. And it is going to be so beautifully poured out on the world. The love of the Father poured out over the world. And he wants to do this through his children. But we have to be humble. We have to be willing to make it about the Lord and not about us. So when he asks me to start a podcast, and I begin to think, oh my word, what are the most profound things I've learned? (laughs) And the Lord stops me. And he reminds me how Paul said, I will not preach with clever speech lest the gospel lose its power. And he shows me the humility that Paul had in that moment where he realized, if I make much of myself, I take glory from the Lord. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to do that. And he said, so then stop trying to be profound and repeat the sound of heaven. Repeat the sound of heaven. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Behold the Lamb. Look at Him. Don't look at me. Look at Him. Behold the Lamb. How different the world would see Jesus if we would truly allow Him to shine. I had this encounter with the Lord one time and it was really profound so beautiful the Lord is so beautiful he is so full of love for you and I remember I was hurting I was going through some really hard persecution as I was trying to follow the Lord and I was trying to pull away from religious mindsets that I had been in for so long and that's really hard when you start to pull away from religion and you start to really lean into dependency on the Lord it's now You know, it's not the most popular thing anymore. And so there's going to be pushback. There's going to be some hard things. And I was going through it with, with some things. And I was like, God, I'm really hurting. And I remember this encounter with the Lord because it was so beautiful. All of a sudden, I saw myself as a little girl. I was about maybe seven years old sitting with Jesus. And we were in the throne room and he was spinning me around dancing. And he looked at me and he said, okay, Brittany, when it gets hard next time, what are you going to say? And I looked at him in my little seven-year-old voice and I said, it's not about me. It's about you, Jesus. And he said, that's right. And when you try to get everything right instead of just letting me move, what are you going to say? And I said it again. It's not about me. It's about you, Jesus. And then I skipped out of the throne room. And I remember waking up and saying to the Lord, Oh my word, is it really that simple? And he said to me, Yes. 
every time you feel overwhelmed, every time you feel underqualified, every time you feel like it hurts too much and you can't go on, it's because you're making it about you. And it's not about you. Now listen, this doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't love me. He loves me so beautifully. There is no one like him. There is no one who knows how to love me like Jesus. It's not that he's like, it's not about you because you don't matter. He's saying he's already taken the fullness of persecution. He's already taken the fullness of fear. He took all of that stuff on the cross. Jesus already took it all so that we can live in freedom. So it's like, Lord, this is how he says in Matthew 5, blessed are you when you're persecuted because of me. Be glad. Be exceedingly glad. This is how we can be glad because we realize he already took the brunt of this for me. So when I go through it, I'm just becoming more like him. I can lay this down joyfully. It seems crazy. I remember the first time that I was like, consider it joy. This is an insane thing. What is he saying? But I'm realizing whether it's persecution or just overcoming the fear of stepping into doing the thing he's asked you to do. If we just remember it is not about us. It is about Jesus. All of a sudden, The affection of my heart is turned away from myself and put back on my king. And I realize, oh my word, with him, I can do anything. So that's my encouragement to you today. What I hear the Lord saying to you today is with God, all things are possible. Without him, I can do nothing. But with God, all things are possible. So ask Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask him for you right now. I'm just going to pray over you right where you are. If you're in your car, don't close your eyes while you're driving. But if you are at home, in your car, wherever you are, I just want you to receive this blessing from the Lord. I just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That Holy Spirit, you come to every heart under the sound of my voice. And you reveal to them that dream you have placed inside of them. I pray, God, that you break them open like vessels. And that dream you placed in them pours over the world around them. I pray, Holy Spirit, awaken the bride. I pray that every person listening right now believes for the first time or for the first time in a very long time, they believe that you are able to do exceedingly more than they could ever imagine. They believe that through you, they can do all things. Right now, I tear down every stronghold that comes against their purpose. I come against every lie that has come against them. Every lie that has held them back and kept them from the fullness of their calling in you. 
I come against it in the name of Jesus, and I plead the blood of Jesus over the bride. Be free, he says. The time is now. The time of the Lord's favor is now upon the bride. Wake up and be free. Do the thing he placed in you because he doesn't ever intend for you to do it. He intends to do it through you. This means that a yielded heart is worth more than working hands. Yield your heart to Jesus and let him do through you what you could never do on your own. I pray Jesus move in power. I pray you inspire new authors. That God, you give a voice to new podcast leaders. That you, Father, ignite the heart of pastors. I pray you put a burning for the lost in the heart of every evangelist listening. I pray, Father, that you raise up teachers who fall in love with the word of God and cannot read it enough. I pray, Father, you raise up prophets to speak boldly what the Spirit of God is doing in our nation. I pray, Father, that you raise up apostles full of the heart of heaven, apostles who long to lead and love the body of Christ like never before. I pray right now as you are awakening hearts to move in their purpose that you also heal anything that the enemy has brought in their life that comes against their purpose. Oh, I pray the love of Jesus heals you today. I pray you feel it. I pray you feel it washing over you right now. The love of Jesus, like liquid oil, may it pour over your heart, healing every broken place. I thank you, Father. You are good, Lord. You are good. You are good and your love endures forever. I pray this over you in the mighty name of Jesus. And even the gates of hell cannot come against what the Lord is about to do in your life. In Jesus' name, if you receive that, just say, I receive this for myself. Amen.